Veganissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today at www.arganissima.com. Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our... Folks, welcome back to iHealth Radio, the Sales World Channel, and the iHealth Channel, a lot of channels. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about motivation and success. And uh, my guest uh, of honor today, literally, is, uh, first of all, it's an honor and pleasure to have on the show, because first of all, he does have his own show. So as you can see on the logo behind in a minute, you'll see it. And that's, uh, that's his actual uh, niche. And uh, you can go in there and check out, you know, his shows as well as his uh, discussions and topics. But he's got a very, very, very powerful and, and diversified background. Uh, he's an executive coach, trainer. I mean, uh, he did a lot of things in his life in business. Uh, he does a lot of seminars, he speaks, you know, publicly, and he motivates people. And today we want to motivate you. So listeners, viewers, this is a great opportunity to hear from uh, Scott Schilling himself. And, uh, you know, we will learn a lot today. That's, that's all I have to say. Scott, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's, it's always a, an honor and a pleasure to share. I love talking to, to audiences and doing everything we can to give them a, a nugget or two here and there. Well, listen, uh, this world we live in, as you and I were just alluded a minute ago, it's crazy. And we want people to really adjust well and, and, and just, you know, there's plenty of positive stuff that can come out here. And uh, we just want people to get pumped and motivated in their world, uh, business or personal, and uh, just to get them to success. And, and really, uh, I think we have that's a big area of discussion. But, but before we go anywhere, I want just to for the for the our audiences here. Uh, to get to know you a little bit more. I mean, I kind of did a brief intro. And again, I, it's never justice to to my guests. So you do the best you can here and give me a little bit of who is Scott, Scott and your background. And, and I know it's great because I've read it, but I want to, to tell us about it and tell the audiences. Sure. Well, I, thank you so much. I mean, again, a great opportunity. I was born a small child. Uh, not even true. I was not ever a small child. So I was, uh, I was a... Uh, you know, came right out uh, selling from the beginning. Uh, literally, uh, I got a story in one of my books of, of walking up and down the aisles of an Amtrak train between Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and, and Los Angeles, yelling, tickets, tickets, who needs tickets? People would say, I do, I do. And I'd scribble on a pad of paper, give it to them, and then they'd hand me change. By the time we got to LA, I had $52 in change. I was five years old. So uh, I was selling tickets to people on the train they were already on. So I was destined for sales from the beginning. Um, was very fortunate, went off to the University of Iowa to not only go to school, uh, but to play Big Ten football for Coach Hayden Fry. But I also became a licensed life insurance agent at age 18. Uh, did that because at the time, uh, there were no jobs coming out of school. And so what was going to make me difference? I was going to get a bachelor of business administration degree. I was going to come through the business school, probably marketing. And I ended up with a double major in marketing and insurance. But what was going to make me different than the myriad of people that were coming out with the same degree? 
personal face-to-face -face presentation ability. So I became a life, a life insurance agent so that I learned how to communicate uh, from the beginning. Well, fortunately that gave me seven offers when most people had none, very blessed. Went into the corporate route because my dad worked for the same company for 46 years from the time he was uh, 17 till he was 63 when he retired. That's the model I saw. Did that for 13 and a half years, very successfully. And I know you find this hard to believe, but corporate America changed. And um, some of the changes that they were wanting to ask me, they had every right to ask if I worked for them. I had to be true to myself and I couldn't continue to work for them with what they had requested. That was just my personal opinion. Went out on my own, consulted, um, got absorbed by one of my clients. We, we successfully pioneered that went out on my own again, got absorbed by one of my clients. It's a habit I have uh, and going back and forth. And um, back 22, three, four years ago, I made the decision that I wanted to impact and serve more people better. So I, I took the sales training that I had done, the being in front of the room and all that, that was very natural to me and sought out to become a professional speaker and um, got trained up and did all that and been very blessed to do probably 2,500 to 3,000 live events, um, selling millions of dollars from the stage to people I haven't met before in an hour or less. So, um, you know, just it, it, it's been a, a path of progressing and using the talents and capabilities that God's granted me to make the, the biggest, best positive impacts I could make. And um, I prefer to be called an inspirational speaker as opposed to motivation. Motivation is an outside-in activity. It tends to only last as long as the motivator is there, where inspiration is an inside-out activity. And I can be inspired to continue with or without anything else if I have a great enough why. So we can talk about that today and all sorts of other things. Wow. <laughs> I'm just, just oh, I got to take a deep breath here. You know, there's so much going on in that first five minutes that we just covered here, what well, that you covered. Well, first of all, you are, I mean, uh, an inspiration and a motivation. <laughs> so uh, both, I think, it's all good. you know, and, and actually that's, I've never had someone who actually broke it down that way it, it, to, to the audiences. It sounds almost the same, but you're right. There's two different distinct, you know, operations happening there. And I think we, we, we will definitely, you know, get into that discussion deeper and about sure. the concept of motivation and inspiration but but you from the get-go from your childhood i mean i, I i'm assuming that's a true story because <laughs> I, I think it, you did it and you always you're, you're, listen five-year-old comes to me and says i'll buy it again anyways because it just the, the 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 drive that you had at that point you know and that's that's something that that's very unique not everybody has that uh, and, and you found that from day one, that was your personality and you just, you know, obviously evolved that in terms of going to college and even through college. I mean, you did well, I mean, you did baseball stuff, you figure out the right majors and you're right. The, 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 the business world, the corporate world is very competitive, well, at least, you know, at the time. And it still is. I mean, today, yeah. it just, just shifted a lot. I mean, with the technology now, it's a little different, but you're right. It's, it kind of changed over the years, but, but there was a time where it was very difficult to get in, land the right job and have the right, you know, career path. And, and you said your dad worked for 46 years. I mean, that's, 
that's pretty much what people used to do. You get, you get into a job and you grow up in that job until you retire from that job. And that's it. One company, uh, and that's, yep. that's how it went. But I think, I think younger generations, you know, eventually they, they discovered that's not, you know, that just was the conditioning, you know, of corporate America. Right. And that, that was removed. And with, with the technology, things have happened. And you had a talent. And, and by the way, I, I relate to your talent because I am uh, literally a DNA salesperson as well. <laughs> you know, I've, I've, I've done out of my 30 years in, 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 in the world in terms of business, uh, most of it is in sales and, and interacting with people. My first job was a tour guide. So, you, you know, you can <laughs> talk a lot. Yep. And then I took that to the next stage. And my major is in sales and, and, and marketing, similar concept, but in hospitality. But so it, it just something that, you know, it's different. Not everybody can do what we do. And you took it to the next level. I mean, public speaking and taking it to training and stuff like that. I've done some of it similar in, in, in the real estate world. And we also are agents of insurance. I actually am into the health world and the health accident and things like that. And you're into the live. And I, as a matter of fact, today we were just talking at, at work and uh, I, I had a discussion. One of our new agents comes from the live world. And I know it's a very tough you know, business. I mean, live insurance is not easy. I mean, not only you, you said it, you face to face every day and you have to sit in that kitchen table and, and really ask for the sale, ask for the money. And then you sell them something. Hey, listen, that they're never going to get, you know, total, total intangible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm buying stuff and I'm committing to like all the next you know few years of my life and then somebody else is going to benefit from it. It is a tough sale, but it is it doesn't it takes a certain type of people to do that and, and, and be able to really highlight you know, what you have to sell. And of course, policies, you know, there's whole term, all those things. And uh, any life insurance person would know about what we discussed right now. And but even people, they know. I mean, most of people yeah. have some sort of a life insurance to the work or maybe they bought it themselves. But it's a tough word. And sales in general, I mean, uh, we, we have a joke. Uh, the most hated people on the planet are lawyers and salespeople, <laughs> you know, because of how we do. I mean, we have this perception that salespeople are liars and they, they don't give you the truth because they just want to get your money. And, uh, you know, that's always been a debate, you know, uh, and, and, they, and there's some truth to it because some type of salespeople, they tend because they have motivation of money and things like that. And then they just want to make the quick bucks and they don't believe in good service and delivering the, to the need of people. And therefore, they kind of tarnish the, the whole reputation of salesmanship. Now, a true salesperson would never do that. I mean, it's all about what's in it for you and we'll make sure that we have something. Yes. We can sell, you know, ice to ice as we say, but, but that's just a joke about it. But the reality is a true salesperson never sells, only highlights whatever is net, you know, for people. So, so again, I know your path is, it was difficult and it's not easy and you did it. And then you went to the corporate world, you have targets, you have goals and you have stuff. And then you probably went to the next level of management and you have teams and you have to meet budget, you know, and, and, and forecast and it's, it's all nuts. Right. But it, it is, there's a thrill to it. I, I might say, I mean, I enjoy that, you know, and we are, we work with targets, you know, we love to have that goal, go yeah. after goal, exceed goal, right? It's not even hit the target. It's really exceed the target. And there's a training that comes with that coaching. Uh, and I think that's part of also what you took to the next level in your phase. And, you know, basically 20 plus years, you've been doing that, you know, you, yeah, took it, the, you know, right. selling, everybody's selling every minute of every day. Uh, they just may not frame it that way in their head. And, so one of the ways that I challenge people, or I, I expect them to challenge me to prove that, is, is I ask three simple questions. How many of you have ever been on a date? You made a sale. <laughs> How many of you have ever put a kid to bed? You made a sale. How many of you are married? You're better at this than you think. 
you are the product. So the reality is that that selling is is happening every minute of every day. It's simply the exchange of a product, good, or service for an amount of money, or its equivalent. In other words, I, I make a presentation that that you now have available to you for consideration. Most people overcomplicate it. It's actually only four words: identify problem, provide solution. And so, as a sales professional, I don't ever want to sell you anything. But I do always want you to buy a lot from me. Therefore, it's my responsibility to create that environment for you to want what I have. How do I do that? I ask you what you want, what you need, and why you need it. You can tell me 100% of what your problem is and guide me on the path to the solution that I can provide you. So the, the reality is I've actually created... To, to try to demystify the selling process with my clients and my students, uh, the Webster's definition is what I gave, the exchange of a product, good, or service for an amount of money or its equivalent. Well, in the holistic disciplines, they don't like looking at the money side, so it's the, the equivalent. It makes their heart feel good. But I created my heart-centered selling definition of sales, education through communication without manipulation. Ooh, I love it. The real, that really reframes us as teachers, teaching the features, advantages, and benefits of our products, goods, and services to fulfill the needs, wants, and desires of our prospects. And, and while I understand why you said many times people dislike salespeople, I would suggest that they don't dislike salespeople or sales professionals. What they dislike is manipulators. They like people who are doing it for their reasons and for their gain, as opposed to identifying problem, providing solution. Done, done professionally, selling is actually serving because I am satisfying a need through the solution that is matched appropriately, which is one of the reasons, quite frankly, I suggest to my students and clients that they become an asset, a five-letter acronym, for a spontaneous servant every time. When you first meet somebody, become a spontaneous servant. The rest will take care of itself. I've spent a career being the hub to other people's spoke. So even though I have my own TV show and my own podcast, I can become the hub to your spoke as a guest. In other words, I can help you serve your desires by becoming a guest. So if I truly believe because most people don't need what you have the first time they meet you, but they do need to know somebody, you know, or something you know, so you can become of service. Again, selling is serving because ultimately what you're doing is satisfying a need and providing a solution. And so when you demystify the process, which hopefully we do some of that here tonight, you know, those who say, well, you know, I'm not a sales guy. Did you ever ask your mom for a cookie and she gave you one? You sold her. I mean, she wouldn't have done it. So the reality is we're all selling. Just reframe it, put it, keep, hold it in your head differently than you have. And, and really, as opposed to holding it in your head, drop it down and hold it in your heart 
as a strategic relational process as opposed to an intellectual or tactical process. And when you do that, I think you'll find great success and a lot of people wanting to give you a lot of money for your solutions. Scott, yeah, that, that is really powerful. And, and you know, I, I'm listening to you and I just literally relate to that so much. And I'm funny. And, and, and I used one of the examples you just said about your child is cookie and stuff. But you're right. And I, I, I've made this actually in different shows that everyone started selling as a younger age, at a younger age. And you know what? Every kid is probably the best salesperson you can have. They always get what they want and they know. No scar do. tissue. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, so, so it's, it's amazing to your point. Like I always say this in training, the same thing, you know, oh, I don't know how to do this. You've been doing it. But obviously some of us take it to the next level. I mean, we get into it and right. you're right. It's mystifying the, the whole concept of like, you know, salesmanship, like, you know, they the salesy. We don't have to be salesy. It's about to your point is highlighting what that problem is and meet, matching it with solution. And you're right. Every one of us need to be an expert in our businesses and our, you know, whatever industries to be able to provide solution. I, uh, I do relate to the idea that if you're an agent of any sort, whether real estate, life insurance, health insurance, you become an expert of all the solutions within that realm. So when you meet a prospect or a group of them, you do like you can share with them. People have to know that you are it. You're the resource for them. Yep. And, and that's the key. If you can, you know, become the go-to for this world, like you're, in your case, let's say at the time of life insurance and you knew it inside out, you know, people need to know. I, I know the guy. I, I know Scott. I'm going to call Scott. Scott's going to tell me, if not him, he's going to guide me to the right, you know, to the right direction where I can get my services. And that's really, I actually apply that same concept you want insurance in, in, in the government programs? Call me. I got this. I can get you through any problem. I'm the insurance person. And that's the thing. Whatever your hub is, if you're in real estate, people need to, to go to you because yep. you're it. If you're in mortgages, well, guess what? You become an expert. And it's not about lying and manipulating, as you said, because that's really the weak salesmanship is, is about manipulating. Oh, I want to get them to buy something. That's not how it is. Because to the end of the day is that you're going to get a deal. You're going to destroy your reputation. You're going to get less referrals and the name of the game in sales. Also like more customers, most more prospects and definitely a lot of referrals. That's keeping you in the game. And when you do those shortcuts, you only last a little bit and then it's over. You're dead. Yep. <laughs> People don't see that value. And, and again, you, your audiences, you, like you said it right now, just to the show, your value that you have in your own world. I mean, you're bringing it to a different audience now and we're going to like really take it and enjoy it and share it. Now we know, you know, this, we know your services as well. It's as simple as that. There is a need in our communities. There's a need in the world to yeah. educate people about this. Well, that's why I come out of the Ziegler camp, especially here in Dallas. And I read See You at the Top when I was 17 years old. And there was a quote in that book that forever changed my life. You can have everything in life you want when you help enough other people get what they want. It was a servant leadership positioning. It was, uh, let me find out how I can be of service to you. And, and the natural byproduct of serving you is I get everything I want. It, it becomes where your focus is. You know, again, the, the true sales professional is a problem solver, is a, is a servant leader, is somebody who's taking their solution. And quite frankly, let's just say that you've got a problem that they don't have the solution for. A true, a true professional will refer it, will have collaborative relationships 
with another person maybe in the industry that does carry that product and and will have worked to create a relationship where hey if i can't be of service to this person i i still want them to be served so i trust you to do that with equal or better quality than i would and and then back and forth and so it it really becomes how do you create a uh, again, that's why, I mean, my, my show isn't the only show on the air. Your show isn't the only show on the air. Wait a second. Why would you, if you have your own show, why would you go on somebody else's show? Because it's about serving more people. How can you get the message spread further that, again, there's, I do a lot of home and homes. In other words, I do somebody else's show and then they come on my show. Why do I do that? Well, number one, it's a nice thing to do. It's, you know, you're reciprocating, but that's really what so much of business is, is reciprocal relationships. And one of the, I joke about it, but some of us more mature salespeople, that's code word for older, by the way, uh, you know, we've been around long enough that we still understand how to talk to people, how to reciprocate, how to lift somebody up, even if they're a competitor, how to present your value-added offering versus another company's offering as opposed to beating their offering into the ground, which shows no class, no dignity. And quite frankly, if you're willing to say something bad about them, what do you say about something else? You know, so again, I'm a proud member of the sales profession and the, and the training and speaking professions. I have worked diligently to learn the tips, the techniques, the strategies, the, and, you know, they're the, the old axiom that it takes 10,000 hours of execution to become, get, to gain the expertise. I have hundreds of thousands of hours. So shame on me if I haven't gotten decent at it, you know, um, for a six year period, I did 288 talks a year, presentations from stage, but the minute those talks were done, my responsibility was to walk into the front row and move from speaker to closer to securing the order, which is the way I say it, as opposed to closing a deal, I want to open a relationship. I want to secure an agreement. So I had to go from making the presentation to stepping up to people, you know, just a few feet away and saying, so is there any reason why you wouldn't want to get started right now? You know, and, and that transition. Well, when you do that enough times, Number one, I've heard every objection and every excuse ever created. I'm, I'm pretty certain of that. But you also get pretty decent at, at addressing all those. So again, sales like anything else is a, it's a, a conditioned response to the stimuli that happens. You know, if, if I ask you a question, I can anticipate your response. Then I can ask another question and back and forth. It's that's why it's so fun. If you take it out of the 
it being work and you put it into I'm helping another human being live a greater quality existence. It's, it's tremendously rewarding. So I encourage everybody to get into the profession. Well, thank you. And I, and I love what you're saying because I, I just feel it. I mean, you're talking and it's like giving me goosebumps right now. I'm like feeling this, but really you're right. It's about helping others. And, and yes, you're going to help yourself by helping others. And there's, there's a noble piece to that. I mean, you're really, are serving people because a lot of times, you know, whoever the, the, the salespeople out there, they're the people that are bringing the solutions that you need in your day-to-day life or uh, something that can help you really change your life, you know, for yeah. anything, whether it's technology or things that you even need at home. I mean, even we go back in the days of vacuum. I mean, you needed a vacuum. Somebody had to present that to you and it's yeah. not easy. I mean, as I'm getting as, as basic, you know, in terms of sales as, you know, and now you have these platforms of technology and it's the same thing. Uh, you mentioned something big about, you know, the relationship building and networking. You're right. A true salesperson or a professional salesperson uh, is not about just him or her. It's about their network of relationships and connections because I might have the right paths for you to get something else. And I go beyond that. I mean, you something you said very powerful thing about when non not not decent folks that actually get into this this business and kind of give that reputation they tend to bash out the other uh, competition. Ah, oh, they suck. They don't have this. They don't have that. It's not about that. It's about what you have and it's about you. Right. But I, I do personally, I tell people, listen, if you can help people through our, our services, because whatever reason we have competitions that might have a service that we don't have or a product that we don't have. And you know what? We will send them to them. I actually do that. And you know what happens? That customer, that prospect in front of you is looking at you like, really? Yes. I want to help you. Now, guess what? when they go and get the service, they do come back to you next time or they call somebody else. Like, listen, if you have, if you need this, they have it. But if you don't, that person is the best person that they can actually assist you with this. And then you build that credibility, that nice little loyalty and trust factor and honor system and honesty, which once you have that, your network is getting better and better. And you don't, and it's not negative. It's actually really highlighting the best of the best. And there's no shame in that. There's no loss to that. I mean, if you're losing someone regardless, help them. I, I'll give you a good example. We do, I do this in insurance. So I have products that are limited. I have three products, let's say, right? And a member, you know, a prospect, we cannot give them any of our products. For whatever reason, we don't have a doctor. We don't have this. But I do have agents that are brokers that sell with other companies. And you know what? I'll say, listen, I have someone that can help you with a product that I think that's going to be beneficial to you. They look at me like, well, they don't work for us, but I know someone. Here's a card. And I call the guy. I say, hey, listen, talk to Mrs. Jones. You know, she needs this. Uh, I think she'll be better off with your product because we can't help her. Nothing. And by the, by the way, as I develop this relation, I have allies now in the other, in the competitive market. And you know what? They do the same. You said reciprocity earlier. They just reciprocate to me and they send me that business traffic. It's all good. And we're all helping people and everybody is pleased because we're not forcing them into a product that is not for them. They're very happy. They're not like, you know, this, why did I just buy this? <laughs> you know, well, if, if you, if you truly serve the need, yes. they'll come back to you over and over and over again. I mean, there, there are certain absolutes in the whole selling process. One of them being people do business with those they know, like, and trust. If they don't know you, assume they don't trust you or they don't like you. And if they don't like you, assume they don't trust you, but they have to trust you to buy from you. That, but that's only the first part is 
you have to develop trust over time, which is one of the, again, some of the, you know, us who have been out here for a while, we know how to create the relationships. We know how to have the conversations and we're willing to take the time that it takes in advance of building that trust where some of the younger generations are, you know, either buy it now or I'm out of here. Well, they don't, they don't invest the time, but here's the, the point is if you accept the fact that, that there has to be some level of trust built, basically, if you accept that premise and the third tenet of, of this is what's really important. People take action when they're ready, not when you're ready. So if, if they have trust built with you, but they're not ready, they're not buying from you, but they're not buying from anybody else either. If you try to make them buy right, then you will diminish trust, which they still won't buy. Now they won't like you and they won't buy when they become ready because you have now broken their trust. But if you haven't developed trust and they're ready, they're buying, but they're not buying from you. They're buying where the trust was built. So you, you always have to have trust in advance of when they're ready. And that's what many people uh, in compressed time prints, it's quite frankly what a lot of sales managers don't care about, which is wrong. You have to understand there has to be trust there. And if you try to force situations without trust, you may be able to slam one deal down their throat, but you'll, they're, but they're not a customer at that point. You're not going to get them back. And so quite frankly, I would rather nurture the relationship over an extended period of time, paying attention to when they're ready and being able to, because the trust is built, be able to swoop in there the second that they're ready, because I've already built the trust in advance. And that's what many people are not willing to do because quite frankly, it takes effort. And believe it or not, some people are fairly lazy and they're not willing to do it. But again, how do you get out of that? You get out of that sales laziness by truly liking people. And so because you like people, you'll talk to them anyway, you'll develop the relationship anyway, you don't see that as work necessarily. So now the trust is built. So now when they're ready, they buy. So people say, you know, can sales be this easy? Yes, it absolutely can be done appropriately. The question is, are you willing to do the things that it takes to set the market up, to condition the market in advance, to make yourself the go-to person? That's the reason for being the hub. Come to me for anything. Well, but you don't sell that product. I don't care. I know who does. And I know the best guy who does or the best girl who does. And I'll give you some good, honest direction. Will you make anything from it? No, other than to strengthen your and my relationship. That's you, what I, I'm looking for relationship capital, right? And your network. I mean, you served somebody else now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, well, you know, go, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say. So, you know, the, the fact is that, that, again, 
people tend to overcomplicate it. So what I love doing when I go into, whether it be a corporation or a, a sales force and I, and I train, again, we do a lot of demystifying this and throw any concern or any question at me you want, because the reality is there is an appropriate way of addressing it. And the more that, that you learn that, the, the sooner you're going to be able to just, just kind of chill and know that you're there to, to solve things for them. Well, Scott, you, you, you said something powerful again. I mean, it's a lot of, all of it is powerful, but I'm just <laughs> taking a little bit of highlights here and there. Um, one of the things you mentioned something about you having that relationship, you build it. It takes time, but like everything else in life, right? You got to build a relationship. Nothing happens overnight. It takes time to get anything that is worth having, right? A sure. good dish is not prepared quick. I mean, you take your time, right? So like everything else, relationship specifically is something that you build over time. But but you said keyword customers, meaning that they have, they're recurring customers. They come into you back and forth. Whenever they need it, they come back. And then you added the idea of that. I may not have the solution, but I know who does. And I, I can relate to that in, in the realm of, insurance in the realm of, uh, you know, let's say real estate is a big one of that. I yep. mean, a true, a good, you know, a real estate salesperson would have, you know, the, the, the appraisals, you know, connections, they have the mortgage connections, they have the lawyers connections, they have a whole network of service providers. So when you're there, you're not lost. You like, first of all, they do take establish that relationship over time. And, you know, they, people don't just buy, you know, properties all the time. You buy them every 10 years or whatever, if you move in or sometimes longer. So you want to keep that customer recurring. Every time they want to sell or buy, they come to you. But to do that, it, it takes time. And sometimes it takes more than a year or so before you can even get them into a property, right? Exactly. Uh, health insurance is the same thing. Uh, they don't need it all the time. They might need it now. They might, need some, they might not even need it themselves. They might need it for their parents, their friends, their family. It doesn't matter. The problem, I think, to your point, the newer generation, they're lost into there's targets. I need to get this. And yes, there's targets in sales. Sales is all about, you know, I guess in business, you have goals. We have forecasts, right? But it's a number game in a way, but it's actually a helping game more than a number game. The more you help people, the more you're going to serve, you know, your targets and everything. You exceed them even by helping. You see, like I wake up and I tell people in trainings, when you wake up in the morning, how many people I'm going to serve, you know, serve today? How many people I'm going to help today? You know, that's it. You, I know every day, you, like how many more I'm going to help. <laughs> and yeah, you that, I mean, that, that part's very astute. If you were to take, if, if you help somebody and that average case is $10,000 in volume, as opposed to looking at the volume, I need $100,000 in volume. Look at it is how many people do I have to help to get $100,000? So I've got to help 10 people today or this week or this yes. month or whatever that. So you very astute in what you were saying there is, is take and instead of assigning it to the dollar value, assign it to the, the, the people value, you know, how many, how many people that you have to um, enhance their lives to accomplish that. There's a, there's a, a psychology, there's a, there's a physiology within the body it's in the subconscious. It's all sorts of different places. When, when you get into that heart space, as opposed to the tactical, again, just the pure numbers, right? It's amazing what happens and your whole body, you're, you have more fun, your constitution, you know, I mean, all of it's much better. It's amazing. 
it is and 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 again just for the audiences you know and probably sales professionals you know don't make the numbers your 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 key player as 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 you said it will happen it's just the strategy that you have to have is to have more relationship building more you know yep. customers building and and believe me they'll do the work for you <laughs> i mean i and i've seen it successful folks you know i when i was selling you know i mean i've been managing and leading for years but prior to that when i was just a straight you know uh, representative and agent i had relationships that were calling me all the time hey I need your help. You have even today. I still get people calling me because they know I know the resource, and they say, "Can you help me with this one?" And then I'll put them in. If it's not through my company, I'll send them to another company. I have links all over, right? Uh, and sometimes you send them to services that are not even related to you. And even in the business world, in the corporate, you know, uh, chain, you know, different companies, different resources, and we work together. And yes, today. It, and by the way. As long as you're in the professional world, in the corporate world, you're probably going to bounce around <laughs> and you're going to be in, you know, today on this side, you're on the other side. So be careful <laughs> how you play things. Well, that's they're, the other. That's they're the going other to hurt you treat, badly. <laughs> that's right. Treat people with dignity, honor and respect. Yeah. And, and, you know, amazingly, you said something also about the the practice that you've had over the years. And it's not the years obviously do give you that traction, but it's really what you put into it, you know, and the practice yeah. you did. I mean, you can be in this business forever and still be good bad at it. Because <laughs> if you're oh, not sure. really picking up the right, you know, speed and right frequencies and right, you know, techniques and strategies and so, and you're right, you're going to come across objections and you're going to know how to handle all those objections. But, you know, sometimes you're not going to solve everybody this problem. No. And you know what? You guide them towards where they can get their service. They're still going to appreciate you. And that's the thing we, because I am worried so much. Some, some of these folks, they are worried about today. I just need a sale today. They, they, they're not even thinking, but if you don't have a sale today, it's okay, but it is a future sale. You're still going to need sales later. <laughs> you're still going to need to actually meet your target if that's what you're going after. But at the end of the day, don't, don't worry about it. If, if I have a relationship with you and you're happy to your point, I'm, I don't piss you off. You do want to come back. And you know what, when I, you're going to make that call. I want, now I'm going to make that decision. You come yep. back to me. I, you know, one of the worst scenarios, and I've seen it more in the car salesmanship and, you know, nothing against it, but I've seen some good and bad practices there. And, you know, the right practice is they make you feel like you want to come back. Yep. They follow up with you. They take care of you. They remember you. I, I have a, an awesome guy who's my, my real my realtor, right? <clears throat> he sends me, uh, Yankee cards, you know, and calendars and things like that every year, you know, uh, he knows, you know, he sends, Hey, you know, he checks with me. It, he, he doesn't have to do that. He sold me the house. That's it. I'm out. But he keeps doing that. And I appreciate him. We're friends on social media. We actually, you know, meet sometimes, you know, here and there, but the idea is that relationship is building. I might need him too. <laughs> yep. He might need, he might need me some, sometimes for insurance. You never know. That's the thing. Sometimes that same customer you have, may have a service that you will need in your life. You, how many times do you sell someone something, but they do have, they work in a place, or they own a business that you might need something from. And sure. now you build that relationship. You might have a family member that needs a service or, or solution, but now you have a network. Your customers are your network too. You know, it's, it's helping. You know, if you see everybody as part of connected, things become a lot easier. And, 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 and it's, it's all about practicing and being, you know, and, and you said something very, uh, you know, important, you did the pitch. A lot of people are good at that. A lot of people can pitch, but get into that, not closing, but to build that final element, you know, that really the connection that's going to continue with that. 
people are afraid of that. Some people are afraid. Some people are afraid because they're going to get some rejections and not going to get it. But you said it. you don't have to have all. I mean, you're right. There's there's you do a, a public speaking in front of a thousand people and, you know, you stand on the line and you talk to people, you know, you may get a one percent of that. You know, but the other thousand or the other 99 percent, they're still good with you next time. Whenever they need something, they're going to remember, hey, let me call Scott. You know, I love his presentation. I think he's going to be the one helping me today. It may be a month later, a year later, even 10 years later, you probably get a lead that you probably didn't forget about. And that's really the true business that we're in. And it's, it's really you said it. You don't have to work this. It's it happens automatically if you're good at it. And if you base the stuff, build credibility, build that trust and people don't have, you're not rushing people, you're not forcing people into something. You see that a lot in retail. You walk into yeah. a store and they're just all over you. For sure. You just back off. I mean, <laughs> you know, and the right ones that come to you, my name is John, you know, I'll be right here. If you need any help, let me know. Uh, is there anything specific? No, thank you. They walk away, they chill and they just, just observe. And as soon as you're ready for them, they'll be there. But, but they wait for you. When you're ready, they're ready. And so, but they establish a relationship and you trust them as opposed to someone who's hovering all over you. And I'm giving some, some different examples from different industries, but more things that people can relate to daily. And it's really big. This is, this is the reality we see. We've seen them in movies. We've seen them in real life. You go to the mall, that happens. <laughs> Everybody goes to the mall. And, and it's amazing. So, so, so Scott, I mean, I think we've established a lot of the sales world here. Mm -hmm. But now let's talk about what you mentioned earlier, motivational or motivator. And, and inspirational, inspiration versus motivation. Those are two powerful words and they both can help people. But you, you, you said something very, very strong there. And I'd like you to, if you don't mind, expand a little bit on that. Yeah, the, the, again, um, I think most people have heard, you know, that many times people become motivational speakers and there's nothing wrong with a motivational speaker. Don't get me wrong. But it's, it's the overall, again, I tend, personally, I tend to look at things a little differently. And so motivation, by definition, is an outside-in activity, meaning there's something, there's a stimuli of some sort that's been created. Maybe it's a, a $100 bonus if you make this sale. Well, that's a motivator if you're after a $100 bill, right? But it only tends to motivate you to make the sale for that product as long as you get the extra hundred bucks. As soon as that hundred dollar spiff goes away, you stop selling that product. So have you really accomplished anything? Whereas if uh, you are inspired to be the salesman of the month or something like that, and that gets you not only that $100 a unit, but gets you this and this and this and the recognition of your peers and your picture on the wall and your this and that. There's now a, something internal to you. You get a fire burning and that fire burns no matter what. And it inspires you. Enthusiasm comes from the Greek entheos, in God's spirit. So you have this spirit within you that, that is enthusiastic, is inspired to come and, and make a difference or to do whatever. So again, I'd rather be an inspirational speaker that shares with you some ideas as to how you can get that fire burning in your own belly. So that whether somebody's, you know, 
poking you in the back or putting a hundred dollar bill out there, you're going to go after it no matter what, because it's something that, that you're so excited about it. It wakes you up in the morning. It keeps you awake at night. It, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a reason for it, right? Personally, I want to, you know, make as big a positive impact on as many people as I possibly can with the talents and capabilities I've been granted. And that keeps a, that keeps a burning. This is my fourth show today. One of them was mine and I've been on three other shows today, which is awesome. I mean, it's, it's been a fun day, but at the same time, the, you know, it's been a long day, right? I mean, but I'm inspired to continue to share because I truly believe that there's something that somebody's going to grab. I don't get caught in what it is. I don't, there's not like a specific nugget I'm trying to throw out here or that I'm attached to whether this concept lands or not. But what I do have is a high intention of imparting something great for everybody listening here tonight. Now, what that specific thing is, is up to you. But my desire is to provide enough content and value that there's at least one nugget specifically for everybody and hopefully a whole lot more than that that they walk away from this and go damn i i need to think about that that was that was pretty awesome so again inspiration is that that ability to keep that fire burning no matter what and it's why so many people you know simon sinek did uh you know find your why right why are you doing this? You'll go for the why. One of the ways that I say it is when you got a big enough what and a strong enough why, the how shows up. The how to do it shows up. Most people are asking the wrong question out there. How do I accomplish this? How do I make more money? How, 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 how? Wrong question. What do you want to accomplish it? What do you want to accomplish? Why do you want to accomplish it? If you're very clear on the what and the why, the how to accomplish it will show up. So again, those are all pieces of inspiration. What do I want to do? I want to positively impact a billion lives on this planet. Why? Because I believe God has granted me the talents and capabilities to accomplish that and much, much more. And, and I would I feel very fulfilled when something I say makes something smile and they go, Oh, thank you. Or it, when it makes a difference, it makes my heart go pitter pat. I mean, it really does. I love when I get a call or a card or an email or something that says, Hey, I just want you to know that training that you gave us three months ago, helped me to close the biggest deal of my career. I just wanted to say, thanks. That feels great. So again, when you got a big enough what and a strong enough why, that how to accomplish it shows up and you can now follow that path. And again, I just, I personally believe it's much easier to do that being inspired than being motivated. Scott, I think, I think, I mean, there is, there is definitely 
I thank you here. And I think a lot of nuggets right now are being shared with people. There's a whole menu of them. It's whole buffet. Uh, you know, the stuff that you're giving us today is so rich. I think people watching or listening, uh, there's no way they're not going to take even one, as you said, is is very powerful to apply. And, and, and you said it, the what, the how, the why, and then the how. There's a will, there's a, uh, there's a way. You have to, to know why, you know, you want to do things and, yep. and there is a reason behind it. And then you said it very lovely. It's, it's that fulfillment, you know, that fulfilling you know, feeling that you have when it's, you know, that someone is benefited. And, yep. and I know, you know, that I know that uh, just the fact that I'm listening to you, I'm getting fulfilled right now, believe me. And, and, and I do this also too, but, but you're right. It's, you always learn, you always get that, that extra stuff. It keeps you going and everyone watching and listening, you know, this will give them goosebumps because, and by the way, you don't have to be a salesperson to have this. This isn't everything <laughs> just, just to, to keep an, an opener, you know, a wider, you know, type of, of context here, you know, this is for everyone. You want, you find the inspiration in anything that you want in life, you pursue it with the right conviction and the right intent and everything will come in play. And that's the other thing. Everything happens when it manifests but you have to have the drive behind it. Well, just a, a, what just came to me intuitively, and I no idea why I, I would, but what just came to me was the Kansas City Buffalo football game a couple of weeks ago. Those weren't motivated teams. Those were inspired teams. Those were teams that were willing to go past physical boundaries, accomplish things that had never been accomplished, 25 points in two minutes in a game. Uh, Mahomes passing for 340 yards in the last two and a half minutes. Come on. Seriously. That's inspired. That's nobody had to go out there and say, Hey boys, go, you know, go make this happen. Right. They were there and, and both sides were one of the most incredible games I've ever seen, quite frankly, maybe the most incredible game I've ever seen just watching people truly inspired to pick each other up. If somebody dropped a ball, somebody was there to lift up their teammate. Again, not pound on them and go, hey, you know, dummy, you need to grab this and motivate them. It was, come on, brother, we're in this together. Just think how we're going to feel when we do this, right? And so, again, the, the whole point on, on motivation and inspiration goes all the way through life. And I say it this way, I, I can teach a lot of different things, but the one thing I can't teach is want to. You got to want to be successful. You got to want to solve a problem. You got to want to take care of people. If you got want to, the how to can be learned and taught. And so again, and I think that that's kind of where the, the inspiration piece, that inspiration is want to, mm -hmm. you know, um, we're in a time in our world right now where hopefully people want to recognize other people's differences as a positive mm -hmm. and say, Hey, you know what, what can I learn from cultural diversity? What can I learn from, you know, different ethnicities what can i learn from what's gone on in the past not try to change the past the past is the past mm -hmm. this revisionist history stuff doesn't make any sense 
because if we don't look at history, we're doomed to repeat it. So we've got to have a baseline, a marker. That being said, it can also be the springboard to greatness. It can be the springboard to people coming together. You and I have just met, and yet we can have a, a wonderful conversation that hopefully serves so many different people because of this, because of a desire to make a positive impact. So whatever, again, whether you're in the insurance industry on health and I, and I started my career in life, those are, eh, I mean, that's cool. But the, but the reality is, yes, those are differences that we recognize, but I can honor you for yours and you can honor me for mine. That goes way outside our jobs. That goes way outside our titles. But it, it, it comes down to the, the human difference. It's quite frankly, one of the greatest statements I ever heard Ben Carson make was, I'm a brain surgeon. And when I remove the top of somebody's head, all the brains look the same. They're all the same color. They're all basically the same shape and size. It says that's humanity. And again, not to get too deep into this, but you understand how really all of this works in concert together. You know, if we're identifying a problem, providing a solution, that's not just but with products. That's with what's going on in the world. That's with all of this. But it's, I don't have to agree with you. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to like the fact that I like inspiration. You might motiv like motivation. Your choice, that's cool. Yeah. I'm just offering something up for consideration. Well, that's ultimately what the world is right now that we should be offering up points for consideration. We shouldn't be offering up points that get condemned before they're even out of somebody's mouth. And so this goes, again, how do we, why do you do shows like this? You do shows like this to serve somebody to hopefully prove to somebody that people are willing to help each other. And we get enough of that going. It's amazing what we can do. Listen, Scott, you you, you really spoke super words of wisdom, and and, <laughs> and, I, and I enjoyed them. And you know what's funny? Because you're right. We met today. We have a, a complete. We have very similar backgrounds in a lot of aspects, but we come from different worlds and different places. And but yet we have one mission that is very similar. We actually do this. Yeah, we it fulfills us for what we do. But also, you know, our mission is to help others. And I do it for the sake of that. I mean, the money, yeah. and, you know, some people like, well, you're in it for the money. I'm not in it for the money. The money will come. <laughs> That's a whole different concept. And there is ways to do the money. And I, I have ways to make money, right? But really, the purpose is to help people. To your point, if we can, you and I today, drive two, three people to do their best and become better, whatever they're doing today. To me, I know that's going to happen. If it's not today, tomorrow, somebody's going to listen to the show eventually and they're going to get pumped. And I get a lot of downloads. I know you get a lot and people are always getting, you know, the feeds and they enjoy it. Some people see that motivation, that inspiration, whatever, to your point, they can take both. They can get a mix. They can get one or the other. doesn't matter, but they get something out of it. And that get, that's actually 
the core of the 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 why the yep. core is the want to because we want to do this and that when you want to do something and you love it you're going to do the best you can and you're going to do yep. better than the best uh, but if you, if you were not even into this, you probably would have stopped doing this 20 years ago. You know, it's yeah. just as simple, but you're, you're in it for the long run because it's fulfilling and it's serving and there's nothing better. And I know that you are a leader and you're still a leader and you've had positions where you were doing that. I, I have that, but a true leader serves. And that's the other part, you know, that some, some of the younger folks, you know, that may just have a different perception about leadership and stuff. If you serve people, you are leading them, you know, in a, the right way. You have to be to have the mentality of servant when you're leading and you can help people because you talked about the game. That spirit that happened, you know, those coaches and the mentors that they have, you know, and they installed that in them. And of course, they got that drive, drive, and then they have a mission. And yep. yes, that happens. But if, like to your point, if they were bashing them, hey, what are you doing? And even between them, if they have no synergy yeah. and they were all over the place, that wouldn't have happened. Yep. They want it bad and they want to have it. <laughs> they want to be in it. And that's that you want to, you want to be in it to win it as we, <laughs> we state. Right. So there's a lot of this stuff and you're right. This world needs that. I think, I think we're the past is the past history is history. Yes. And we do not want to repeat a lot of history because some of it is not really that cool, but, no. but really it's, it's today here. Now we are work. I mean, you're right. That's a great example. I mean, talking about brain surgery and you're right. People, when COVID hit, it didn't happen. It, everybody's the same. <laughs> it, it's actually not even just in one country. In the whole world, it's the same thing. It's like this alien just came into this earth and everybody now is facing the same enemy and the same problem. And everybody came together. It, it just solves a lot of problems, right? And it's amazing that we can do that. And, and, and we all have to kind of embrace that concept. And, and, I, and then I hope that the majority of people may, I don't think everybody would, I wish that would be the best you know, thing that ever happens on this planet. But, but the idea is that the more people that come into this realm, the more people that embrace it, the better this world's going to be. Yep. And we just had to continue doing what we're doing. And I know there's a lot of people doing this. And, you know, from this platform, I thank everyone that's out there helping and guiding. There's so many shows. I, I, I post motivational shows, clips all the time because I, they inspire me. And I, I, I live to those and I share them because I want other people to get excited the same way I get excited. Now, is everybody that sees them going to get a, a kick out of them? Maybe. I don't know. But but you put them out there and hopefully yep. they all get. That's where I say I don't get attached to it. I just, I, you know, I work to put out as much good stuff as I can put out. And I trust that somebody's whoever's supposed to pick up their portion of it is going to get it. Well, well, Scott, I, I mean, I don't want to stop this discussion. It's great. I mean, we're at the top of the hour right now. Um, you know, just, just um, we, we're going to close our show, but but what would be like maybe a, just a couple of, I, I know you've given us a lot of wisdom, so I'm not even, <laughs> but if we want to close this with maybe a, a key advice to people that are watching or listening right now, uh, what would be a couple of pieces of message that you want to send out? Well, what I would suggest to everybody is no matter where you are or who you are, you're absolutely perfect as, as you are. The, the reality is you have been made for a time like this, just as, as we have. And um, I would simply encourage you to understand, I didn't say everything in life is perfect. And I didn't say, you know, there's a pretty book, pretty good book that says, all things work together for my good. 
It doesn't say all things are good. It doesn't say all things are easy. It doesn't things even say all things are fun. But it says all things work together for my good. Wherever you are is perfect right now. As long as you observe where you are and say, I either like where I am and where I'm going or I don't. And then make the appropriate decisions to do something about it. So, you know, whether you, I mean, I've been selling for 45 years, for goodness sakes, or heck, even more. If I do the math, I don't, I don't know that I want to do the math. <laughs> but, but the reality is that, you know, I should be decent at it. I should be pretty good at it, especially in comparison to somebody who's maybe been doing it three to five years. I mean, there's repetition is the mother of invention, right? So wherever you are is perfect at that time, but you don't have to stay there. You can educate yourself. You can watch shows like this. You can read books. You can surround yourself with people who want to encourage you and lift you up. And guess what? That's perfect too. The only thing that's not perfect is not taking action is just going, well, it's going to show up. 99% of success is showing up, working at it. It, you know, so again, wherever you are is perfect. You're okay. Calm down. If you don't believe that, send me an email, scott at scottshilling.com. And guess what I'm going to tell you? You're okay. It's all good. Now, can you get better? We all can. Every, the reason I like doing this is because every time I do one of these, I get better. Well, if I've been doing this this long and I can still get better, no matter where you are, you can get better. And that's the bottom line. You're perfect where you are, but now let's go from here and get even better. Quite frankly, you deserve it. That's it. <laughs> I'm not adding a word. <laughs> that's it. Scott, I mean, really... Scott chilling is giving me chills, <laughs> awesome. you know, you know, and, 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 and guys, you know, this is, this is as powerful as you can get. And, uh, I mean, you, you hear it from the best here and, uh, you know, uh, I, I just want everyone to really take it to next level. And I want to thank you, Scott, for being with us and really a powerful, a powerful, powerful, you know, show today. And, um, you know, I'll have the link to your uh website and so and you know it's i think on the screen right now that's right <laughs> scott chilling speaks and actually speaks.com that's right and you can watch the shows there you can also check out the podcast and uh you did say something though about uh books are they available also there's a link yeah they'll be through okay. scott chilling speaks.com perfect so, so folks yep. please please reach out please. to me say hi there you go well thank you scott my pleasure thank you for the opportunity it's been great it's a true honor and a pleasure. Folks, thank you for watching the iHealth channel, the Sales World channel, and listening to iHealth Radio. Your host, Hurricane H, here. We'll be talking soon. Uh, new day, new show, new topic, new guests. Stay tuned. Bye-bye.